call this meeting to order. Roll call. Russo? Yes. Grishillis? Yes. Carlson? Yes. Parker? Yes. Pretorius? Okay, opening statement. Board of Adjustment is a quasi-judicial -ju body created by the City of Iowa City according to state statutes. The board's purpose is to decide on applications for variances from the zoning ordinance, appeals of a decisions of city officials, and applications for special exceptions requested under the zoning ordinance. The Board of Adjustment is an independent volunteer board made up of Iowa City residents and is not part of city administration. We are assisted in our work by the city attorney's office and by planning staff. Prior to this meeting, board members received the materials submitted by the applicants, the staff reports reviewing the application, and any correspondence submitted by members of the public. Board members have not discussed the application or its merits with each other, staff, the applicant, or any other member of the public in advance of this meeting. All consideration and discussion by the board takes place in open meeting here tonight, where we also have the opportunity to hear from the public. The board bases its decisions on facts and evidence allowed by the city code presented in open meeting. Concise and truthful testimony helps us a great deal in our decision making. We ask that if you wish to speak that you come to the podium, print your name and address on the sign-in sheet, and speak clearly into the microphone so your testimony can be heard by all present and by our minute taker as all testimony becomes part of the public record. We ask that the proceedings be orderly and that when you are testifying, you, ad you address your remarks to the board. If this hearing becomes lengthy, we may ask that testimony be focused on new facts or on information not already presented. The order of proceedings for each application will be an oral report by staff summarizing the issues of the case and staff's recommendations, an opportunity for the applicant to speak, an opportunity for any other inter interested parties to speak for or against the application, an opportunity for final statements and arguments by the applicant and staff, <clears throat> and the board will discuss these, the issues and evidence, state its findings, and vote on a motion. Motions are always made in the affirmative. Uh, our first piece of business is special exception item EXC 22-0004, an application submitted by JAM Investments of Iowa City re requesting a, to expand an existing drive through facility associated with an eating establishment in a community commercial CC2 zone at 1926 Keokuk Street. And we will now have staff report. Open the public hearing. Not yet. Staff is public. Yep. Uh oh. You messed up. <laughs> Not on there. Okay, I, I I will open the public hearing at this time. When does it say to open the public hearing? I thought I got all the. It's after. I thought it was after the. I don't think that that one notes it. We have a more detailed one too that should say it. Yeah, it doesn't say it on there either. Well, if it doesn't say it, then I'll take another look. Anyway, anyway. open the public meeting. Open Thank the public hearing. Thank you. Um, Bryce, can you see this? Yes. Yes, I can. Perfect. Okay. 
Like you said, this is uh, EXC 22 0004, which is a drive through facility and expansion of an existing one. 1926 Keokuk Street requires a special exception because it's a CC2 zone. So here is an image of the aerial. You can see that uh, this is located in the Pepperwood Plaza commercial area. It was formerly a drive or pizza hut with an existing drive-through. Uh, the proposal is to turn it into a Popeyes and expand a portion of the drive-through. Um, access to this site uh, is through the Pepperwood Plaza area, uh, including the Keokuk Street access, which is directly to the north of the site. Uh, but there's also access to Highway 6 East as well as Broadway Street to the north and east, respectively. Uh, it's generally surrounded by commercial uses. Uh, as you can see on the zoning map, all surrounding uses are CC2. There's a little bit of intensive commercial a bit further west, uh, but all immediate adjacent uses are CC2. So the zoning reflects the uses that are here. Uh, in terms of background, uh, this building was built initially in 2004, so that was prior to the zoning code being updated in 2005. So it has an existing uh, drive-through that is legal non-conforming development. Uh, I already mentioned where access is to the site, but as far as the drive-through, uh, the drive-through facility is accessed from parking, which is north of the building, uh, and it exits onto the shared drive uh, to the south of the building. There's also a pedestrian connection on the east side of the lot, uh, which I'll, I'll point this all out on the site plan in a minute. Um, but then there's also a sidewalk in Keokuk Street to the west. Uh, so in terms of the project, this is the existing site layout. So again, you can see that parking area to the north. You can see the drives around it. Keokuk Street is to the west, an access drive uh, north of the site. And the drive through goes through the parking area uh, and exits south of the building. Uh, the area that we are looking or that is looking at uh, being expanded uh, is this area so it would replace a portion of the existing parking lot and here is the proposed site plan so you can see that uh, it would expand the drive-through by adding uh, two lanes that would converge into the single existing drive-through lane those would have order boards uh, there'd be some reconfiguration of parking and the building would be uh, shrunk a little bit uh, but otherwise, a lot of it uh, is maintained. Uh, they're also proposing to delineate the pedestrian path that, that runs along the east property line as well. Here's a picture of the existing building. So it's the, the Pizza Hut. This is looking south from the parking lot. And here you can see the drive-through lane as well as uh, it, it is up on a retaining wall from the right-of-way there uh, along Keokuk Street. So this is looking south along that drive-through lane. So tonight, the Board of Adjustment is charged with approving, approving the conditions or denying the application based on the facts presented. Uh, to approve the special exception, the Board must find that all applicable approval criteria are met, which includes uh, specific standards pertaining to the waiver requested, and then also general standards that apply to all special exceptions. So drive-through facilities uh, are discussed at 144C2K3 uh, of the zoning code. Uh, the first set of standards is related to circulation and it has several sub-criteria as part of that. So the first is that wherever possible and practical, drive-through lanes shall be accessed from secondary streets, alleys, or shared cross-access drives. Uh, in this case, the drive-through facility is accessed uh, it's from a shared private drive, which is part of the Pepperwood Plaza tract. Uh, that shared drive connects to Keokuk Street West uh, to the west, uh, Highway 6 East to the north, and Broadway Street to the east. 
uh, but the proposed drive-through facility is not or cannot be accessed directly from a street and it is through the on-site parking so staff believes this criteria is met second uh, to provide for safe pedestrian movement the number and width of curb cuts serving the use may be limited so in this case no changes to curb cuts are proposed as part of the project on public streets or in areas where pedestrian movement is anticipated next is an adequate number of stacking spaces must be provided so the minimum for uh, eating establishments uh, is six stacking spaces uh, in this case the site plan shows two order lanes that converge into a single pickup lane uh, there's a combined stacking capacity for 12 vehicles uh, which exceeds that minimum of six uh, the parking aisle leading to the drive-through uh, also has adequate space to accommodate some spillover traffic uh, which minimizes traffic safety impacts uh, but staff does recommend uh, a condition of approval uh, that it be in general compliance with the site plan that was uh, submitted and that is part of your packet the final criteria for access is that sufficient on-site signage and pavement markings shall be provided uh, to provide traffic safety essentially uh, in this case the site plan shows directional arrows in the drive-through and parking areas and a do not enter sign at the drive-through exit uh, the pedestrian route along the east property line is also demarcated with dyed concrete where or they're proposing to to demarcate it with dyed concrete uh, where it crosses the parking aisle so staff finds this standard to be met the next criteria are related to the location of the drive-through uh, and the drive-through must be located on a non-street facing facade unless it can be demonstrated that a street facing location is preferable for overall safety efficiency and does not conflict with adjacent uses etc so in this case the proposed drive-through is an expansion of an existing non-conforming drive-through uh, that drive-through is on the Keokuk Street facing facade of the building uh, and a portion of the existing non-conforming drive-through will continue to be utilized in the proposed facility um, changes to the drive-through will not affect pedestrian access uh, and they are showing a new street tree on the site plan which uh, helps provide some consistency with typical commercial streetscapes um, and generally you know the, the proposed facility is consistent with adjacent commercial uses it's been here for 15 years or so um, and so as long as as the drive-through facility that's being proposed uh, conforms with the submitted site plan which includes the landscaping plan as part of it uh, staff believes that this criteria is met the second location criteria is that they must be set back 10 feet from adjacent lot lines and public rights of way and screen from view according to the design standards below so all new portions uh, of the proposed drive-through facility or expanded portions I guess I should say are set back 10 feet from the Keokuk Street right-of-way uh, there are some existing portions of the drive-through facility that are less than 10 feet uh, that are non-conforming existing non-conforming development that, that may remain uh, a landscaping plan was submitted as well so I'll discuss the screening with that in, in a minute but that's included in your packet as well but based on on these criteria staff believes that these are met and then there are design standards as well for drive-through facilities related to the character of the area so the first of those is that to promote compatibility with surrounding development uh, the drive-through lanes should be limited the number of drive-through lanes should be delimited uh, to not impact the streetscape or safety of the area uh, the site plan does show two drive-through lanes that converge into a single 14-foot lane along the west edge of the property uh, and it 
is an expansion of an existing drive-through in a commercial district, but that expansion uh, is relatively limited uh, where it only adds those two additional uh, lanes that have order boards with some stacking spaces. Uh, there is screening between the new portion of the drive-through lanes and Keokuk Street right-of-way that will help minimize the impacts of stacking on surrounding development uh, and the pedestrian environment. Uh, but generally, the amount of paving uh, will be decreased due to the proposed project, as will the building size. So staff believes that this criteria is met. Next, drive-through lanes, bays, and stacking spaces shall be screened uh, from adjacent properties to the S2 standard, uh, which is a higher standard if there's residential properties. Uh, in this case, the drive-through facility is not next to residential uses or zones. Uh, and all new portions of the proposed drive-through facility are screened from Keokuk Street adjacent properties to the S2 standard. Uh, existing portions of the drive-through facility that are not screened to the S2 standard uh, are part of that existing non-conforming uh, drive-through facility that is there. Third, multiple order boards servicing a single stacking lane should be considered to reduce idling on site. In this case, there are two kiosks for ordering and a single window for payment uh, and pickups for the drive-through. Uh, next, uh, stacking spaces, drive-throughs, and drive-through windows should be located to minimize potential for vehicular and pedestrian conflicts, uh, be integrated into the landscape and streetscape design. Uh, in this case, no, no new vehicular and pedestrian conflicts are created. It's an existing, mostly an existing facility. Uh, there may be some potential conflicts between vehicles <coughs> exiting the drive-through lanes and vehicles uh, utilizing the shared drives south of the building, uh, but there's generally good room to maneuver. It's low traffic speeds, uh, low traffic volumes too, and visibility is pretty good, so staff doesn't believe that that's uh, an issue uh, in this case. Uh, in, in addition, it is an expansion of an existing drive-through in a commercial district, so it generally fits with the streetscape uh, in that regard, and landscaping elements also help ensure that it's integrated uh, and minimize impacts to the streetscape design. So staff believes that this criteria is met. A fifth lighting for, drive th for the drive-through facility must comply with outdoor lighting standards at 14.5G in the zoning code. Uh, the submitted photometric plan that was submitted and included in your packet does meet the city's physical control standards, uh, which help control light trespass and glare. Uh, there is not a total output uh, outdoor light output calculation that has been included on the photometric plan. Uh, we did receive revised plans this morning. Uh, those revised plans need to be resubmitted. Based on the information submitted, staff believes that they're met, um, but those things also get checked during site plan review. So uh, as long as uh, you know a, a new photometric plan uh, is approved as part of site plan review, which it would, it would have to meet the standard, uh, staff believes that this criteria is met. And because this is a process that has to occur anyway, uh, it did not require a condition since it's something that, that is required just to, to be able to, to build on the site anyway. So staff finds this met. Uh, the sixth standard was repealed, and the seventh standard is that loudspeakers or intercom systems, if allowed, should be located and directed to minimize disturbance to adjacent uses. Uh, there are two kiosks for ordering that are oriented to the north, northeast roughly, uh, so they don't face the adjacent right-of-way, uh, and the property is not adjacent to uses, so staff believes that this criteria is met. Which brings us to these seven standards uh, that are required for all special exceptions at 14.4b3. Uh, the first of which is that it shall not uh, 
be detrimental to or endanger public health, safety, comfort, or general welfare. So again, in this case, it's an expansion of existing facility, uh, but it, staff doesn't anticipate that it's going to substantially increase traffic to the site uh, over previous levels here. Uh, and vehicular circulation and access are adequate to accommodate drive-through traffic. Uh, there are no new conflicts between vehicles or pedestrians that are created by the expanded facility. Uh, and though there might be some conflicts between vehicles exiting the drive-through and the, the, uh, the shared lane to the south, uh, again, it's low traffic volumes, traffic speeds are slow, visibility is good, and so staff doesn't anticipate issues with that. So staff believes that this criteria is met. Second, it won't uh, injure or affect, negatively affect surrounding properties, essentially. Uh, it's in a commercial area, it's complementary to surrounding uses, and it's similar to the use that was there previously. And there will be new screening and, and a street tree that will help mitigate impact of surrounding properties. So staff believes that this criteria is met. Uh, third, that it will not impede normal and orderly development of surrounding property. Uh, it's a fully developed area with commercial uses and future redevelopment and improvement of adjacent properties should not be affected by the proposed drive-through expansion. Fourth, that necessary facilities are provided. Uh, so again, it's an existing area, sufficient utilities, access roads, and facilities are established for the area. And because the site will increase uh, green space on the site, uh, as shown in the landscaping plan, uh, that is good for stormwater and so should improve stormwater management on the property. So staff believes that this criteria is met. Fifth, uh, measures for ingress or egress uh, on public streets. Uh, again, there are there's adequate space for stacking vehicles. Uh, the drive-through lanes are accessed from an exit to shared drives, not public streets. Uh, there may be some potential conflicts, but I've already kind of discussed that staff doesn't believe that those will be problematic. Uh, there's adequate signage and pavement markings. And then finally, um, as it's proposed, the site plan uh, does not uh, suspect or at least anticipate a substantial negative impacts of any sort. So again, that's where that, that condition related to uh, uh, general conformance with the site plan comes in. But based on that, staff doesn't believe, uh, staff believes that this criteria is met. Six, uh, it must conform with all their standards in the zone. Uh, so with regards to parking, uh, this drive-through facility will reduce the number of parking spaces that are on the site. Um, but it retains 20 spaces, which is above the minimum parking requirement for the use in the zone, which is nine spaces. Uh, the site does also include six bicycle parking spaces as well, uh, which brings a legal non-conforming component into conformance with the zoning code, so that's a good thing. Uh, the property, again, is a legal non-conforming development, um, but the project does not increase occupancy, and so uh, it's not... Uh, there are some standards that have to be brought in conformance if it increases occupancy. In this case, it's a decrease in occupancy, um, so it does not need to bring those into conformance. And specifically things like uh, the screening on the drive-through and the setback distance on the existing portion of the drive-through. Um, but staff will ensure that changes to the site uh, design conform with any applicable zoning standards and regulations during the site plan review, uh, which would occur after this. Uh, but staff does believe that that criteria is met. And then finally, um, has to comply with the comprehensive plan. So the future land use maps for the area in the comprehensive plan show it as general commercial and the South District plan show it as commercial. Uh, generally, the comprehensive plan supports encouraging new business development in existing core or neighborhood commercial areas. 
Uh, and so staff believes that this is consistent with uh, the comprehensive and district plans. Uh, we did not receive any correspondence uh, from anyone, uh, but based on these findings, staff uh, does recommend approval of EXC 22-0004 uh, to allow the expansion of the drive through facility at 1926 Keokuk, subject to the following condition, uh, and that is general compliance with the site plan dated May 27th, 2022, so that's the site plan that is in your packet. Uh, things such as the photometric plan, which will need to be updated, uh, as, if they're just adding on the total light output standard or, or even swapping the lights, as long as they uh, are in general conformance with the site plan, that would still uh, meet this criteria as well, or this condition. So with that, uh, that concludes staff's presentation, and I'm happy to answer uh, any questions you might have off the bat. Any questions from the board for staff? Do you know what the hours of the facility will be? Uh, I, I do not know, but the applicant should be able to. Yeah, yeah. Any other questions? Um, I'd like to invite the applicant to speak. Please sign in and give us your name. Good evening. <coughs> My name is Thomas Sesniak. I'm the architect for the project for Jam Restaurant Group. And I've been working closely with Kirk to develop what he just went through, as well as the landscaping plan, which is part of your package. Uh, with your approval, and we would be going forward to the next step, which would be pre presentation of our construction documents and our site plan review uh, so we can address any other, other additional comments. Uh, we're looking forward to going forward. Uh, Jam Restaurant Group uh, has 14 Popeyes in, in the state of Iowa anywhere from Dubuque to Waterloo to I'm working on a new one in Ankeny. Uh, plus there's one gonna be a new one in Cedar Falls, plus a bunch of other ones that he bought from a previous uh, uh, franchisee, all of which I did. So I'm, you know, they're gonna just keep an ongoing thing. Uh, it was a pleasure working with Kirk because factual things came forward and we were to be able to address them like the uh, uh, lumens output for uh, that's shown on the uh, revised site lighting plan it still has to be tickled a little bit because the Cree lighting didn't interpret the formula in a correct manner that complies with what is stated in the ordinance it complies but the 
format of presentation isn't there. That'll be handled tomorrow morning. And it'll be back to Kirk right after that. Other than that, once we get everybody's approval, we'll start construction, demolition, and reconstruction and go forward. Other than that. Any board questions for the applicant? Go yes, ma'am. What are the hours going to be? Uh, the hours, I believe, are 10.30 a.m. till 11 o'clock on weekdays. And I believe on Friday, on Friday and Saturday nights, it would be till 12 o'clock get those late party goers for that <laughs> greasy, that good chicken and greasy <laughs> fries. Just out of curiosity, um, uh, how does the plan increase the green space? How does the plan increase the green yeah, space? Stated that when we, when we. I can, I can show it on this. It's yeah. probably easiest. So right now the north side of the site is entirely paved parking area so as they're configuring that with the drive-through okay, so you have a little sort of so you have a strip to the north and that would have some screening on it and then you have a strip to the south as well so that's the increased green space and you can see that the the building size is also decreasing as well between the two can you put the landscape plan up there right away can metric this is landscaping it's one down I think uh, it might not show up as well as we might like but all that uh, the patterned side is uh, all new landscape green, green space yeah landscaping I worked with your forester got some recommendations from him incorporated it into the plan uh, we're adding one uh, large street tree down close in the lower left hand corner and then another small tree which is was supposed to be there but over the years somehow got got gone so we're planting a new tree in that little area uh, and as i understand it the landscape plan has been looked at and it's found to be acceptable Just curious, are are you you using the existing building and adding on to it, or just are you going to knock it down? We're using the existing building, and we're reducing the square footage. If could you put the uh, uh, a one up? Is that the? Oh, it was up. Go back. Is that this? Are you talking about like this? The, no. Yeah, I'll break there. Yeah. All right. Basically, what we're doing is this whole front area here. <laughs> the whole front area is going to come off. Going to come. You see the dashed line. All that oh. is coming off, and we're reducing. We're retaining the back end because it's a very costly to tear out all those toilets and redo them. They're functional. 
They're supposedly in good shape. Uh, so we're going to, you know, rot them out, clean them out, and just put in new fixtures and reuse them. Uh, the whole roof line is coming off because it's not consistent with the Popeyes. Yeah. So besides, okay. it's ugly. Any other questions? Me. No. So is this going to be basically a carry out place rather than and you will have some uh, tables for people to eat inside, but basically it's going to be a carry out place where most of your business is going to be carry out or pick up? Like most fast food restaurants, we rely heavily on the uh, drive through and customers coming in to pick up. The customer it, statistics have shown that people coming in parking and getting out of their car and going inside picking up when the pandemic was on, that was, it just went sky, excuse me, <laughs> it just skyrocketed. But now with this being able to come in and sit down and eat, that, that facility is gonna be available, but it's not as readily usable by the public. That's why we have a double order board and we have all a good amount of stacking for the drive-through. So it's predominantly like most fast foods, it's a drive-through pickup. But we do have uh, 20 seats up there, 20? 28. 28 seats for the public. Down, down from 100 from the Pizza Hut, I believe, is what it was. Mm. So it's reducing it substantially. So I have one more question. Uh, you do not have two windows, one for pickup and one for paying. You have just one window where you pay and pick up at the same window. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. The double drive-through window, depending on the area, the second window sometimes becomes a burden where the people are ready to pay and the, the food is ready for them and give it to them. They don't want to have to drive through that other window. Oh, really? That's interesting. And a lot of the newer facilities, that second window is just closed off, locked, and not used. Okay. That, that, that's just what's happening with the public. I mean, everybody thought it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Public directs what we do, and and people would rather give you give the person the money and get their food at the same time. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Any other questions? All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Can I make one more statement? I really appreciate the fact. I, did you put in an extra tree? Yeah. I really appreciate the fact that you put in an extra tree. <laughs> oh, be my little magnolia? Yeah. yeah. That's, I really appreciate that. That's going to be nice and colorful. That's why I put that in. <laughs> At this time, uh, I invite anyone in favor of the application to speak. Nobody here. I invite anyone opposed to speak. Nobody here. Um, so there's no further questions for the applicant or staff. 
Okay, well, we'll close the public hearing and open board discussion before we make a motion. No discussion? I think this will be a great addition to Pepperwood. Uh, this has been a uh, area that has looked horrendous <coughs> in, the, in the empty uh, Pizza Hut building uh, since I bank at, at the bank across the, across the street, you know, I look at it quite a bit. And so it will be nice to see a functioning business there with landscaping and everything rather than what I've been looking at for a number of years. So I'm looking forward to that. I might even buy chicken. <laughs> she'll be there at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll be that one that waits. No. <laughs> that one that waits till five till twelve. In, the <laughs> in a loud muffler car. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I, I also think it's a good addition to the area, and it looks like a good use of that building. And I'm not concerned. Uh, uh, I'm one who is really always concerned about the traffic thing. Uh, but in this case, that has been there for a long time. Uh, when it was originally put in, I think Kmart was still open. And they had their garage, uh, the auto mechanic thing on the west side that is no longer there that's a very quiet area although you come out into the driveway i i feel safe about this one <laughs> okay um no more discussion i'm open to a motion let's see if i can do it's just the motion regarding right yeah i'll make that motion we oh. need, you need to read the yes Regarding item EXC 22-0004, I concur with the findings set no, forth. No, 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 no. The, no. You're just making a motion to about that we that we look at, that we vote on an application submitted by Jam Investments on the ownership. Okay. Here, um, we've closed it. We've closed the hearing. I, yeah. I make a motion that we. Um, what am I moving? You make a motion to approve. To approve, and then just the item. So okay, I make a motion to approve special accession item uh, EXC 22-0004. And then you read it. An application submitted by JAM Investments of Iowa City requesting to expand an existing drive-through facility associated with an eating establishment in a community commercial CC2 zone at one at, at 1926 Keokuk Street. Is there a second? Do we need to make it subject? Well, I was going to ask, would that, with 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 uh, conditions uh, recommended by staff? The site plan condition. Yes, uh, um, subject to the site plan conditions cited by staff. Okay. Is there a second? I second it. All right. And we're ready for findings of a uh, motion for findings of fact. <clears throat> Regarding item EXC 22 004, I concur with the findings set forth in the staff report of 
what is today? The 8th. June the 8th, 2022 and conclude that the general and specific criteria are satisfied unless amended or opposed by another board member, I recommend that the board adopts, adopt the findings in the staff report for approval of this proposal. Is there a second for that? I second. Okay. And we're ready for the vote. Roll call. Parker? Yes. Carlson? Yes. Priscillas? Yes. Russo? Yes. The motion is declared approved. Any person desiring to appeal this decision to a court of record may do so within 30 days after this decision is filed with the city clerk's office. And now we will consider the meetings from the previous meeting, the minutes from the previous meeting. Any corrections? I have no corrections. Okay, then I need a motion I, to oh, motion to accept. I move that we accept the uh, m meeting minutes of April thirteenth. I second. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Okay, the motion passes. And any other business? I don't think so. The next meeting would be on July 13th. Uh, we'll s we don't have an application right now, but we're expecting one, so we'll see if we have that. I'll let you know either way. And Mark can put it on his calendar. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll, and then he'll 15 July 13th. He'll look at his calendar. <laughs> no, it's a tough crowd. <laughs> you can lead an old guy to water, but <laughs> yeah. at least you're close. That's the good. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> All right. Then yeah, we'll, I have to say I was within six minutes. Oh yeah. Well, I'll take a motion for adjournment. I move. I move that we yes. Go ahead. I move we adjourn this meeting. Second. I second it. Okay. Meeting's adjourned. <laughs>